0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Ask Ally, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Today is Monday, November 9th, 2015. Thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. Well, what a week last week. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> yes. Where can I begin? Um, let's see. We'll start at the beginning. Kyle, I don't know if you remember last Monday I mentioned, oh, my week starting off with a sick kid. Well, it turned out the poor... Poor Lamb Chop has pneumonia. And he missed all of last week. He's there at school today. We were iffy about him going because he sounds horrible. Um but his fever is is at least I don't I couldn't detect a fever. And he said he wanted to go, so away he went. I also told him that if you run into trouble at school and you really don't feel that well, give me a call and I will come get you. Period. Um, they weren't going to even say he had pneumonia. In fact, in fact, they were brushing it off as you know as a cold. And I'm thinking to myself, you effing idiots! It's not a cold. And so I piped in, "Hey, he had pneumonia ten years ago." And then this doctor, who who was not my son's regular doctor, um, he was out last Thursday, of course. Said, "Oh, really? Well, let's get him an X-ray, shall we?" So we got the X-ray, and she's like, "Oh, you know, let's see what the X-ray says." She's no big. Yeah, let's go see what it says. Yeah, pull it up. So she pulls it up, and both her and I go, "Whoa!" It was a bad X-ray. I've seen bad X-rays. His was bad, and it's it was kind of like, "Holy shit! This didn't happen in forty-eight hours. This has been going on for quite some time." There was a lot of lot of cloudy. Yeah, a lot of cloudy. Um, so she was surprised in the back of my head. I'm like, you <laughs> weren't going to prescribe him anything. So, and then, you know, we're, we're discussing it and, um, she had the same reaction that Kyle's original doctor, Dr. Maxwell, who has since retired had when he did the x-ray on Kyle 10 years ago. Um, he didn't think he had, Kyle had pneumonia either. And then it popped up. He's like, Whoa. Yeah, so same the same reaction, really. Um, surprisingly, as much of a, of a wimp as Kyle can be, and I, God, I love him, but, you know, he can be kind of wimpy at times. He has got a hell of a pain threshold. Oh, my God. So, you know, I'm very glad he doesn't play any sports because I will be afraid he'd be really hurt and you know, brush it off. Anyways, so as her and I are talking, the radiologist reads the x-ray and he, she has like a little what the heck stop it. Yeah, lucky. She has a little beep that goes off on her comu- on the computer. She's like, "Oh, let's go see what the radiologist says. I'm sure they'll confirm that he has pneumonia." So she clicks on over, and she's like, and I see one small paragraph says one blah blah blah, and then two and it's a much longer paragraph. And I thought that can't be good. I didn't have my glasses on, so I couldn't see what it said. But she said, yeah, he has pneumonia. It says right here, she pointed to number one. And then she's reading through number two. And she's like, they want him to have a low, how'd she she put, I don't know how to put it. Low, low radiation, low something, CT scan. Yeah, CAT scan, not CT, CAT scan for his lungs to see if he has any tumors in there. Because there might be a tumor. She says that with Kyle sitting right there. And Kyle and I were like, what? And so she immediately downplayed because obviously the 15 year old child is sitting right there and says, well, you know, they probably looked at it wrong. There's a lot of pneumonia in here. They're just probably a shadow. They're just being overly cautious. So (laughs) I'm thinking right then and there, my mom worry radar went ching. I'm like, holy F and F blank, blank, blank in my head. So I downplayed it with Kyle as well. I'm like, ah, you know, we'll see your regular doctor next week, and we'll see where it goes from there. So I didn't stop worrying, obviously. But Friday, I call his regular doctor and leave a message with the nurse. This is at 7.30 in the morning. I said, this is what happened yesterday. I don't want to wait till next week, because you have to go through insurance first before you get a CAT scan. Can we, should we get the ball rolling? I mean, what do you want to do? That's 7.30 a.m. Okay. I hadn't heard anything from them by 3 p.m. So I called. And she's like, oh, yeah, here's the notes. I'm thinking, yeah, oh, yeah, here's the notes. Where's the phone call? I didn't say it, but that's what I thought. And he recommends, you know, let's wait a couple weeks. Let's see for the pneumonia to go away, and then we'll we'll take a look. We'll take another x-ray, and if that still shows something, then we'll get the CAT scan. So my sister asked, well, do you feel any better now that you talk to the regular doctor? I'm like, No. <laughs> Not particularly because I won't know until they say, hey, that was just a shadow on the x-ray. Nothing to report here. That's what I want to hear. Then I will stop worrying. So that's how my week went with him last week. Um, Second, I went and I I picked up Miss Daisy's ashes. I couldn't let her sit there. I didn't have the money to go get her. Um. For those of you who did donate with GoFundMe, thank you, thank you. But uh, I still didn't have enough. There's still not enough to to pay to get her. So I took the money I'm going to use for my mortgage to get her out of Hawk. And because it was bothering me. It just bothered me. So the Miss Daisy Memorial Fund still needs money, (laughs) But now it's not to get her out of Hawk because I, she's sitting here on my desk. It's to um, make sure I can pay my mortgage because that's the money I used. Uh, so any help is greatly, greatly appreciated. The URL is in the show's notes. Um, five bucks helps. If everybody who actually, who listens to this podcast, there's like a thousand people at least who's going to download this podcast over the next week. If you guys just donated a buck, 50 cents. (laughs) I mean, it would, it it would be awesome. And, you know, that's all I would need. Um, okay. So that's Miss Daisy. I got Word Ninja up and running. Uh, it's, it's, um... It's different, definitely different than my other sites, because you know being a word ninja means I work with words and you're never supposed to know I'm there, so the site is very plain, I think it's written well, but it's very plain because I can't put a whole bunch of testimonials and example you know other people's stuff because you're not supposed to know I wrote it. <laughs> That's the whole part of being a word ninja so the the u r l Two is in the show's notes again. I am doing copywriting and, and author services for for a lot of different um, segments. So you know, please take a look. And I've been doing a lot of work on Gypsy Girl Press. That's going to be you know coming about beginning of the year, publishing other people's books. And I know I've mentioned that I will be selective in what I publish. Um, it's got to be edited. It's got kind of to make sense. The story has to flow, uh, regardless what it's about. But it's, I was trying to think, you know, how can I differentiate myself from the other places that are out there? And, you know, I was doing research over the weekend, about other um, self-publishing houses. And there's a couple good ones, you know, that, that are decent, but, you know, they, they get the book out fast, they get the book out cheap for you, but there's, there's no, Support afterwards, you know. No promoting, helping you promote. The promotion's always up to the author, you know. You write a book, you essentially you open a business. Because there's so much more than just writing the book, <laughs> got a whole bunch of other stuff going on with it. But um, I was looking at a variety of places, and I'm not going to name any of them. But there's one. Major self-publishing house that's affiliated with a very large spiritual, normal, traditional publishing house, and I was looking through the different packages, and the starting package just starts off at a thousand something, and their their high-end package is fourteen thousand dollars, and I'm like, what the, yeah, so I'm reading down through the different things that they provide. You know, for the packages, I'm like, yeah, that's good, that's good, that works, that works. And two things really stuck out, as in the huh part. One was the fact that uh, they sent it off to the copywriting office for you for 250 bucks. You can buy that a la carte, I think it's 250, a la carte, it can be in one of the, the 14 or $12,000 packages. They ship it off to you so it's copywritten. Well, um... All you need to do is publish a damn thing. Seriously. You don't need to send it off to the copyright office. Just publish it. Okay. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's the first usage. First usage. And if you've published something and it's out there and you own that work, that's really, that's all you need. You don't need to send it off to the copyright office. And if you did send it off to the copyright office, you could do it, if, if it for peace of mind if you wanted to. It costs like 70 bucks and you fill out a form, a short form, ship it off. Really, it's not 250. And then, but the other one that just that killed me was um, the ability for uh, bookstores and stuff to return your book if if it wasn't selling. And it comes in the in the higher packages and as an add-on to the lower packages to have that so book. You know, bookstores can give you, you know, return your book. It's $850. $850 to add that onto your package. And I went, What? Are you crazy? It costs A, nothing to get it from the people who send it back. What it does cost, obviously, is you have to return the money to the the bookstore or whatever that. That um, returns your books, but as an ad, and, and it gets and and when they do that, when books come back and the publishing company gives your money back to the bookstore, it's taken out of your your author's royalty, so you lose the money there. It it doesn't cost them anything to have this as as a privilege with Ingram the 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 distributor that supplies everybody. It doesn't cost anything. It's it's an add-on. It costs something in time, but not eight hundred and fifty dollars worth in time. I'm like, are you effing kidding me? So that's something else I'm going to add in. I, I've I'm I'm picturing oh lucky stop. You know, I'm, I'm picturing a nice community at Gypsy Girl Press. I'm, I'm picturing getting your, your ebook and your print book out, um, as fast as possible, getting it put out well, um, getting it in all the locations, getting it uh, ebooks, you know, in in the right places, getting your print books in the right locations and then helping afterwards, not being in charge of your promotions because I'm not doing that. You're in charge of your promotions, but Helping you get, um, you know, get social media stuff put together, help you get your author's website put together, um, have ongoing marketing support like in a Facebook group, you know, having authors support other authors. Lucky, come on! I think one of my packages is going to be called the Lucky Duck Special. <laughs> But you know, a community in 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 2017 have a writers retreat, kind of like uh, the National Novel Novel Writing Month here in November. But you know, it's 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 for a weekend, and it's a writers retreat, and it's on a beach, and you've got healthy food around the clock. You've got a couple writing coaches there to help you out. You have a marketing coach there to help you out. You know, it's writing, you know, spurts and. I just I can just envision all of it and it's so awesome I can't believe it's taking me this long to get here um, but I am so 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 excited to be um, gypsy girl press and bringing that to everybody and Kyle has agreed to do my do all the social media um, and help the authors get their Instagram and their Twitter and Facebook and Pinterest and get that stuff and put together a, um, a basic, uh, book trailer, a few people to put up on their websites. And so he's excited. He's going to get his own business card. <laughs> he can't wait. Okay. Well, I'm what? 14 minutes in. I still haven't gotten to the topic, but you know, everything that's been happening. Uh, well, with Gypsy Girl Press and Word Ninja goes in with my, the topic. Of this week, which is what's your belief? Now, I have been doing um, Oprah's and Deep uh, Deepak Chopra. Uh, I'm so sorry, I never get his name right. Um, they're doing the 21 Day Meditation, and this time it's all about your beliefs. And a lot of times, and myself included, I'm very guilty of this as well. Is we concentrate totally on thoughts. You know, your thoughts shape your reality. And that's very true. That's very, very true. But your beliefs shape your thoughts that shape your reality. So at the core of everything, your beliefs is what's shaping everything. You know, so I want to ask you, what's your belief? What's your belief in you? Because your belief in you is what's shaping your thoughts, is what's shaping your reality. Um, a couple of the affirmations, let me bring this up on my phone. Um, where is it at? I should have had this up, but I don't. Um, <laughs> good free meditations. It's like, you know, they have different um, you know, core messages. And I can't get to those anymore, can I? That's not very nice. Maybe I can. No, I can't go beyond. I can't go beyond day four now. So, day four. Yeah, belief renews me every day. I like I like this one. My beliefs give me the life I want. What you identify with, you become. Uh, day six is self-awareness brings belief to light. Yeah, And I'm listening to, to them, to Oprah, because she talks first and then Deepak comes on and talks a little bit and then goes into the, we go into the meditation. And I'm not one to meditate, um, but the meditation itself is like 10, 15 minutes long. So that's doable. I can do that even with a cat jumping on my lap. I can usually stay pretty focused enough. But it's important to understand what's your belief. Because that's the core of everything. That's the core of your thoughts. That's the core of the way your life is shaping. So I sat down, you know, I'm doing this, and I'm sitting down thinking to myself, what's my belief? What's my belief of me? And my belief is... Well, I'm a pretty fucking awesome person. That's my core belief. If I stick to I'm pretty fucking awesome because that's my core belief and ignore what outside influences want me to believe. Like the people who don't like my readings or uh, who don't like my books and put horrible reviews or my well-meaning parents, who you know, I tell about Gypsy Girl Press, and they're like, oh, "Really, you're gonna try something? What? Well, come on, that type of thing." Um, if I stick with my belief is I'm a pretty fucking awesome person, then my thoughts will reflect that I'm a fucking awesome person, and if my thoughts reflect it, then my reality will reflect it. You see where I'm going here? My belief. My belief is. And this is this is where I get hung up on. My belief is uh, something I've unfortunately discovered is that I am not um, deserving of a deep soulmate type love. And which I find interesting that I, I came to that conclusion that that was what my belief is. Because I, I act, I try to act differently, but the belief is there. And I dug deeper and I thought, okay, what gave me that belief? the two divorces gave me that belief and the fact that both my ex-husbands um did not like who i was um they didn't like my my independent spirit my uh my say what's on my mind type of personality um, they did like my very trusting <laughs> my very trusting personality but um the the amount of flack that I took in both marriage marriages made me believe that I wasn't worthy of this. I must be a horrible person. My independence is horrible. Um, my speaking your own mind is horrible. My ambition is horrible. Um, and look where my trustworthiness has gotten me. I'm, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of it and that is what my belief has transpired to over the years. Now, now since I have pointed that out, and if I'm a fucking awesome person, which I do believe I am, then I am very well deserving of a soulmate love. I'm very well deserving of a soul um, intimate love. And in order to make this connection, in order to keep the connection and to keep the belief where it should be, I have to be consciously aware every day. I have to be consciously living every day. And when I lash out at somebody, when I lash out at myself, where did that lashing come from? It comes someplace in there from a belief, a belief of. I discover what that belief is, and is that belief the way I want to live? Is that belief how I want to go into my, my life tomorrow, you know, an hour from now? And if it's no, then it's up to me. It's not up to anybody else. It's up to me to change that belief so that my thoughts reflect that belief. And so my life re- reflects my thoughts that reflect my belief. Got all that? So somewhere in this belief of mine, you know, besides the fact that I am a fucking awesome person, and I will keep saying that because I am, (laughs) and you know what? So are you. You do realize that, right? You do realize that you're fucking awesome. Every single one of you, even if you're one of my ex-husbands listening, you too are fucking awesome. We all are, but most of us don't believe it. (laughs) Um, where was I going with all this? Ah, my belief. Okay, belief, thoughts, reality. Now, money. With me and money, I've had, I've had problems with money my entire life. This isn't just something that happened after my last divorce. It's very pronounced after my last divorce, but it's, it's not just then. It has happened ever since I was I graduated high school and I went off to college somewhere in there, my belief wasn't, how can I put this? I've always had the belief that money is good. I have no problem with money. I have no problem spending money. I have no problem giving money to others. I have no problem paying my bills. I like writing a checkout for the mortgage. I like writing checkouts for my student loans. I like writing checks out for my electric and my gas and my phone. I like paying those. It's a privilege to pay those. And I'm trying to think, where am I going with all this? Somehow, my belief in, is reflecting my lack of money. How am I going to tie this down? <laughs> I'm talking out loud now. How am I going to tie this in with where I wanted it to go? I don't know. I'm trying to think of a segue. I can't think of one. Um, right from the get-go, when I graduated high school, went off to college, I should have been writing. I should have been publishing. I should have. My belief inside of me has always tied into writing and to publishing and to helping others. For as long as I can remember, I was in fifth grade. I was publishing a newspaper, the Kurtzman's Classifieds. Me and a couple other people at Lake Middle School. And that's what I should have done. No matter how much I liked archaeology and then accounting and then psychology, um, at the core of my belief system, at the core of who I am, I'm a writer. I'm a creator. And because I did not follow that path, the path that I was planning on, mind you, during high school, and all my English teachers, God, they loved my stories. They were very inventive. The grammar and the spelling, well, I usually got C's and F's on those. But the creative part, I always got an A+. Which average by grade out usually to like a C or B. Um, had I followed that belief, that belief that I had ever since I was little, my money, my thoughts, and then my money would have reflected that belief I had in myself. But because over the years, especially, you know, in the 80s and 90s, in early two thousands, that writing was not going to get me anywhere. Writing was a was a folly. It was it was a something I dabbled in. It was something that wasn't going to get me anywhere. You don't make money writing. Are you crazy? And you Anyone, what you want to help people publish their books? Oh come on, that's crazy talk. I heard that all the time, and the external forces just reinforced my my busted up belief system in that writing would make me money so that I could live the life I wanted to live. Now that I am stopping doing readings and stop doing sex coaching and stopping to go with the flow group all at the end of the year. Granted, if you're a current client, never you fear, I will still help you. Just go let me know um, in 2016 and beyond. That belief, it's like, hello, hello, I'm still here. Can Can you see me? Hello? And I'm like, dude, there you are. And everything just went boom, 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 lit up like the 4th of July. And I'm like, holy hell. That's it. Write, publish. It's in line with my belief, the belief I've had ever since I was little. It will help my thought pattern. Therefore, it will help my reality. And I won't have problems with money. I don't know how I... (laughs) The segues were horrible and all that. Oh, for the love of God. Gandalf! The segues were horrible and all that. But I hope you understand where in God's name I'm going with all this. Your beliefs are astronomically important. So you need to look at your life, be conscious of what you're thinking, okay, because the thinking shapes your reality, and then go deeper and ask yourself, what is the beliefs I have that have shaped those thoughts that have shaped my reality? If you change your beliefs or Find again your original beliefs and unearth those little nuggets like I did that your beliefs will change your thoughts, change your reality. Boom, boom, boom. I cannot, I cannot begin to tell you how much I know that doing the Gypsy Girl Press and helping other people's and building a writer's community of uh, authentic and and helpful material um, and also erotica. Oh, yeah you know it, erotica and fantasy and sci-fi novels. It just feels perfect to me. And the fact that my son is excited to help just reinforces it. Because the kid's not excited about anything, unless it's a video game. But this he's excited about. So, okay. Wow, this is like the longest podcast I've done in quite some time. So what's your belief? That's because it's so important. You, you got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. Okay. Now, the holistic item of the week. I came across this nugget today. It was posted in um, a friend's Facebook group. It's called 750words.com. And I, I saw that and I'm like, well, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> 750words.com. So, I'm going to read you what their website says. Okay, this is from them and cuz they wrote it really well and it explains simply. Okay. It says, "What's what is this site about? It's about learning a new habit, writing every day. I've long been inspired by an idea I first learned about in The Artist Way called morning pages. Morning pages are three pages of writing done every day, typically encouraged to be in longhand, so writing it out" typically done in the morning, that can be about anything and everything that comes to your head. It's about getting it all out of your head, and it's not supposed to be edited or censored in any ways. The idea is that if you can get into the habit of writing three pages a day, that it will help clear your mind and get the ideas flowing for the rest of the day. Unlike many of the other exercises in that book, I found that this one actually worked and was really, really useful. I've used this exercise as a great way to think out loud without having to worry about half-formed ideas, random tangents, private stuff, and all the other things in our heads that we often filter out before ever voicing them or writing about them. It's a daily brain dump, which personally, guys, I love. Over time, whoa, hi, Lucky. Over time, I've found that it's also very helpful as a tool to get thoughts going that become stuck or to get... To the bottom of a rotten mood which could also help you with your beliefs guys um everything's online everything's private it's not about blogging you're not status updating anything um three page equals 750 words 250 words a page um it's fun you learn about yourself in the the process It tells you when you started, how long it took you to write those 750 words, how many times you're interrupted, how many times your ADD kicked in. Um, And as you write, you get these stats about how you're feeling, you know, because it analyzes your words. Are you feeling happy? Are you feeling kicked back? Are you more, um, your mindset, your, your mindset by writing, are you more of an introvert? Are you positive? Are you uncertain about lives? You know? So it's all about writing, getting into your brain, into your soul, and getting it out. Getting it out. And I think this site is awesome. And yes, I have signed up. So, 750words.com. It is free. At least as far as I know, it's free. I thought I signed up. so (laughs) Let's double check, shall we? Um, Yeah. I did it this morning. And I thought it was free. And it is. Okay. I was half asleep when I logged in. Um, but Yeah, it, it's 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 a good thing. It's a daily habit. I'm going to do it. And it will help you guys, you know, hit all the marks you're trying to hit. And if you're doing the national, you know, the novel writing month thing, this could help get all the crap out of your head before you start writing. You know, people like to write you know, brain dump about anything about the problems they might be having about what they're looking forward to about the dream they had the previous night, about the fantasy they, they would like to see unfold. It doesn't matter. It's just so it's 750 words. So, um, I signed up. I haven't done it yet. I'll let you guys know next week what my first one, what, what my stats are. So, uh, you know, if it's a happy, sad, introspective or whatnot. Okay. Let's see. I think I've covered everything. Um, I have. And God bless you for lasting this long. (laughs) Thank you for joining me for Ask Allie. If you like this episode, please rate it on iTunes and tell your friends. The more people who listen, the more people I can help have their aha moments. And remember, you're fucking awesome. But don't forget to join me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Have yourself an absolutely fantastic week. And I'll let you know what the doc says about Kyle next Monday. Take care of yourself, guys. Bye-bye.